0: What's good, Wizards fans? It's is your host, The Real Ed Oliver, and Brandon Scott. And today, the Washington Wizards only made one trade today. It was Daniel Gafford to the Mavericks. We're going to talk about that and uh, what did or did not happen with Tyus Jones, DeLong Wright, and Landry Schmidt. Let's get to it.
1: You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: So thank you guys for making Locked on Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. It's your host, Oliver and Brandon Scott. Today is trade deadline day. Uh Raj Chen Drad says sad day, but we're gonna get to comments, of course, at the end of the show. But uh let's let's of course get to the one trade that was made today. Uh let's talk about that first. So Daniel Gafford was traded to the Dallas Mavericks. The Washington Wizards received Rashawn Holmes in a 2024 first-round pick uh, from the Mavs via the Thunder. If you look at Josh Robbins in his tweet, he says that the Wizards are going to be getting most likely the 26th pick of the draft, which is a late, uh, late first, but, you know, look at it this way. Yeah, so he says the pick in the Daniel Gafford trade that's incoming to Washington will be the more favorable of the Clippers and Thunders first-round picks. The Clippers had the least, fifth-best record, and the Thunder are tied for the second-best record. So for now, the 26th overall pick. So um, I want to say there were some pick swaps involved as well later on. Uh, I want to say it was like a 2028 pick swap, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, Brandon, what's your initial thoughts, and what's your reaction to the Dale Gafford trade to the Mavericks?
1: My my, my initial thoughts were, that's it. (laughs) Um, My reaction to it was, it's good, Trey. I mean, we got a first-round pick. I knew that was a mandate by Ted Leonsis. We, you know, I'm a firm believer that we needed to go into this draft with two first round picks. Now, I get as a late round pick, but you can use a lot of these, a couple of second round picks, and move up maybe into the lottery. We'll see. Maybe throw a play. Here's the thing, man. Draft night, we could throw a player and and some picks in there and move up. So they have a lot of capability as far as this draft coming up. Because I, you know, I, I get it. This draft. There's not a lot of talent where you can get somebody and they're going to be able to contribute right away, but this is a highly developmental draft. And I think, look, if if we're – I mean, I don't know if we're serious about rebuild. I mean, that's something we're going to talk about in a little bit. But if they hope to make this a younger team and try to get some youth in here, um, I thought they'd definitely get a couple guys you could develop in this draft. And they they did that. First-round pick, uh, Rashawn Holmes, basically same player Gafford is. I mean, we both kind of – we both agree that he's slightly better than Rashawn Holmes, but – both are undersized centers who are very limited offensively but defensively they do they do their job so um and then he's got one less year and i believe what uh, we were talking about before the show it's a player option next year so i mean it's a good deal it's not a bad trade now looking at all the people that were on the trade block i you know i thought that he was a guy that we didn't really need to move you know you could say coos but gaff you know, if Coos has a team fully deal, Gaff has a really team fully deal. So, I mean, just I didn't feel like it was necessary to move him, but maybe it was the best chance to get a first-round pick. But I believe it was a good move, really good move. But um looking at this trade a little bit, definitely thank you for your service, Gaff. Um, covering the team, man, this is my second regular season of many seasons covering the team. And, you know, I just interviewing him a couple of times, really dope dude, man, really dope down the earth really genuine guy i mean from a personal standpoint big fan of him as a dude um as a player you know coming over from chicago um i mean he gave us a lot of good highlights man that dunk where he was reached behind him's, his head and dunking i mean he he's athletic you know a lot of the dunks um another thing I i really liked and i got to see it uh, the last game which the last game i covered man ended up being his last game or as a wizard but um, taking a kid from the crowd and letting them throw the alley-oop and him dunking that was cool to see so you know, a fan favorite. Um, nobody really has anything bad to say about him. Just a really good dude came and did his job. But you know, now he gets a chance to go play with Luca and Kyrie and hopefully go challenge for a championship. So I, he's got a fan for life with me. Um, I definitely gonna keep tabs on him in Dallas or wherever he goes. And hopefully, you know, his roles lead back to DC one day. Cause like I said, really good dude. But you know, the, the, the trade was a good trade. It it was now. We're obviously gonna talk about what the direction was. I did that was my reaction. I was like man, that's it. I, I was hoping this was the the first domino to fall, and then finding out that we, you know. So we're gonna talk about that. But as far as this move, e, I'm a fan of it. We got a first round pick, which is something that we couldn't get with Bill. We couldn't get with KP. Uh, we were able to get a first round pick, give us more capability to move back into the lottery, grab a couple guys in this draft, try to develop them. So I th- I'm if I'm gonna grade it real quick, I'm gonna grade it a B plus. I mean, Rashawn Holmes one less year on his. Um deal, similar player. You get a first round pick. It's a, it's, a good, it's a good move, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I think they finally get a first-round pick. They didn't get one for Brad. They didn't want to get they didn't get one for a KP. So they finally get a first-round pick. Um, I, I am a big fan of Daniel Gafford. I'm happy for him going to a playoff team. He's a guy that needs a point guard that can create for him. And, and I think Tyus did a good job of getting him, you know, yeah. layups and lobs and stuff like that. He got a couple of those against the Cavs, but no, that's awesome. You provided the insight, man, that, you know, the way he does with the, with the, you know, letting the kids throw him at of you, you know, you had a good conversation with him, a good interview. I mean, he's just a, he's a, he's a, a good, genuine person. And, uh, I think they're going to love him in Dallas. I really do. You know, him going over there playing with Luca and, and Kyrie, I think they're going to give him a lot of easy dunks and a lot of easy layups and he's going to be going to the playoffs. So, so good for him. And, uh, yeah, the first round pick is nice. It is like I said, it's the 26th pick of the draft. At this point, uh, we knew we weren't going to get a high lottery pick or anything like yeah. that. You know, I, I'm happy that we even got a first for him. You know, because he's more of a backup center. I think over there he'll start before Lively. I think he'll start over Lively. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's. I think he's the better player at this point. And uh, yes, I do think he's better than Rashawn Holmes. But Rashawn Holmes, they're both kind of just in that same similar tier. For backup centers, but uh, for the Wizards, I, I think it's a good trade. I think they got a – I think it's good that they got a first. Ted did say the mandate that they uh, – allegedly he uh, put out a mandate that they had to get a first. Um, if anybody got traded, I thought it was going to be Tyus. I thought it was going to be Landry yeah. and, and, uh, and DeLon. And then moments before the trade deadline, they said Kuz – the reports were that Kuz was not going anywhere. That They were going to retain him. So um, I hate to see Gaff go. They, you know, he was the only big that we had this year until Bagley came. So he tried his best, yeah. he tried his best to rebound. Yes, there were games where he gave up twenty points and twenty boards, or gave thirty points to the opposing big man. But he played hard. He played with effort. I give him credit for that. Uh, the Russell Westbrook year, he had a good year when he came in. We traded Mo Wagner. We traded Troy Brown for him. He came in and elevated the defense. Um, him and Russell Westbrook had great chemistry. He was a big reason why we made the play in that year and made the playoffs. Yep. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, we've seen Gafford kind of progress. He's been up and down, but I think he's a good, good backup center in this league. He's going to be a really good backup center for years to come. But, yeah, as far as trading Gafford, did they necessarily have to trade him now? I don't think you're going to get anything more for him. Yeah. Like, his his value was never going to go up mm-hmm. than what it, what it is right now. So, I, I don't I don't mind the trade. Um, I mean, it, it, they just have to draft a big man next year. They got to draft a big man. They can't ignore the big man position coming up in this draft. They have to draft a big. They have to bring in more bigs for sure because it was just him out there rebounding. That was it. So I I don't have a problem with the trade. I see a lot of Wizards fans are disappointed in in giving him up for the 26th pick in the draft, but it's kind of like, what did you expect? Yeah. yeah. You know, like I said before, you you weren't going to get a lot of repick for a backup center, and teams knew that, you know. Other teams that were in the running were like the Rockets, the Knicks, And, um, you know, they took the best offer. The Mavericks were super, super aggressive. They traded for P.J. Washington. They traded for a couple guys in this deadline. And uh, they were willing to give up a first. And you get a 2024 first. It's not, you know, this draft is not the best draft um, from what the experts are saying or scouts are saying. But at least it's not like a 2030 draft, like the 2030 pick that we got for Jordan Poole. Like, there's no protections from what I've heard. So, you know, the pick, it, it just is what it is. It's the 26th yeah. pick of the draft. You get that. You can you can get an immediate player. So they just have to hit on the pick. Is and, and the odds are low because it's a 26th pick. But, you know, you, you got to do your due diligence to scouting and, and hit on the pick. So I have no problem with the gaffer trade. I think it's a good trade. I hate to see him leave. Yeah. I really do. You know, but it's a business. And uh, they had to get a first-round pick. They finally got one.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I have no problem with the trade. Good trade. I, I like the return uh it's uh, like i said b plus uh, why it's not at a it's just because Gaff's leaving i mean i like gaff good dude but look that's the nature of the beast man you know you personally you might like these guys but they, they are going to be traded released. <laughs> i mean you know it's the nature of the business man so um definitely want to see him prosper in dallas but uh, it's a good return like i said you know the 26 pick you know yeah the scouting department's gonna have to put in a little work but you know, there's been success stories in the later rounds of the draft. I mean, a lot more guys who've been productive in the later rounds, in the earlier rounds, in my opinion, in the last 10 years. So you can definitely find the jewels around. And again, you know, and we're going to talk about that, but you can definitely use one of these guys, Kuz, is, is really who I'm looking at, is if you want to move him in the offseason in the draft, you can do that, throw a pick or two, and you can move into the lottery. So I definitely think they need to move up into the lottery, get a couple of lottery picks. Because like you said, Alex R comes to mind. I'm just saying, you know, we need we need a center next year. And a lot of people are looking at him. There's a lot of good options. Like I said, the, these so-called experts, you know, the, the ones who thought the Darko Milicic was going to be a star, Um they 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 think that, yeah, I agree with them to a certain degree that this is not a draft where you're going to draft the guy in the top 10 and they're going to immediately come in and start. But th- this is a high upside developmental draft. So you're going to find guys if you develop them right. There are some all-stars in this draft. And I, so – they did a good job. I have none. I have nothing to complain about with this portion.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I really don't have a problem with it. I think a first is it's is fair for Gafford. I think that's a good trade. I really do. I don't think it's a home run trade, but I think it's a good, darn good trade. I yeah. think they made a good trade and, um, you know, use the pick this year coming up and, and see what you can get. Cause Gafford, he just wasn't in there. He's not in their long-term plans. He just wasn't. And, yeah. um, you know, like I said, I wish him the best. I think he's going to be really, really good for the Mavericks. Now, but Rashawn Holmes, you know, I think the team—I'm not going to say the team got weaker or anything like that. You know, we're not trying to win a bunch of games this year. They're just not with or without Gafford. So, I'm intrigued to see how Rashawn Holmes plays. Uh, he had a good career, and uh, he has that—he has that player option, twelve million dollars. So, he's going to pick that up for 2024, 20, 2025. 20, uh, he is on a four-year, forty-six million-dollar contract. Just looking at some of the numbers. For Rashawn Holmes, uh, we'll talk about him next a little bit, not too much. But uh, the last recent year, Sacramento, three points a game, three points a game. In 2022, 2023, he had th- uh, three points a game. Then this past season, three points a game. Uh, but the year before that, in 2022, he averaged 10. In 2021, he averaged 14. In 2020, he averaged 12 points a game. So, And then his career high and rebounding was eight and eight. Gaffers averaging like 10 and eight in two blocks a game. Uh, and he was also uh, in the he was a candidate for most improved back in 2021. So, Rashawn Holmes, I mean, he's a solid player. I think you're gonna, like you said, you're gonna get the similar, similar play. They're, they have similar play styles. I think is more athletic, though, and can go get you know those lobs. But, uh, we're gonna talk a little bit more about him and uh, you know, just them not making any other moves. But, uh, before we get to that, today's episode is brought to you by eBay. Motors, our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with locked on fantasy basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's see who Josh has picked out for us on this week's eBay Guarantee Fit Fantasy Pick of the Week. He picked Marvin Bagley. Bagley is Washington's likely starting center after the Daniel Gaffer trade and is worth grabbing for fantasy leagues. He also says. Asar Thompson. The Pistons overhaul their roster and we can only hope that Monty Williams will bump Asar back into a larger role. He also says Benedict But Buddy held is now in Philly, so that should mean more minutes for Benedict Matherin. Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win. Your fantasy championship and eBay Motors knows a championship team is about to eat about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. If you have a personal experience about buying a car, buy. I mean buying a part, um, If you and uh, check out ebay motors with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly brake kits led headlights roof rack bumpers whatever your baby needs ebay motors has it and with ebay guaranteed fit it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time on your or your money back plus at these prices you're burning rubber not cash keep your ride or die alive at eBayMotors.com. ebay guaranteed fit only available to u.s customers eligible items exclusions apply Also, make sure you guys check out the Locked On Sports Network. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. And now you can also find it on Amazon Fire TV. Locked On Sports Today is here for your 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering every league. Find the Locked On Sports Today channel now on Amazon Fire TV. All right, so let's talk about the rest of the roster. Tyus Jones, Laringer Shemet. Uh, Delon Wright did not get traded. Johnny Davis didn't get traded. Nobody else on the roster got traded except for the trade that was made a couple weeks ago. Um, what were your thoughts on that?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. okay. Um, I, I'm going to look at it from two different perspectives, man. Um, on the one hand, I'm going to the positive perspective, okay? Do you need to move coups? No. But, you know, it's a team friendly deal. I get it. You can move them down the line um tyus you know there's, there's news that they want to resign him okay we'll see i mean he wants starter money but i'm gonna give you my negative take on that but i i, I get it to a certain degree i, I no no let's, let's scrub. that i don't get it man i mean I, you had to move him man i know tyus resign him okay i can see that but why not get assets from him and then resign him in the, in the offseason I mean, you had to get something. You had four second-rounders in your face, and you said no. And then now they went and got Monte Morris, I mean, for a lot less. So you had a good deal. I don't – you know, Kyle Kuzma, I get it. Leadership standpoint, I agree, man. It's been cool watching him evolve into a complete player in D.C. But when he signed the contract, they knew, he knew, we all knew – that eventually he was going to have to be moved so everybody thinking he going to be here for his whole career he was never going to be here for his whole career it was a move that was made because one he couldn't find a good deal so he's pretty much settled for us let's be 100% about that because if he could have found a better deal with a team that's contending he would be a wizard right now so you know he got a team friendly deal but the whole mo was to move him now get there you, we can wait and i mentioned the draft you can slide him into a draft deal and move up into the lottery but next year he's 29 years old Okay, my problem is this. With the money tied up, you know, and even if you resign sign you got Shamit for another two years. You're supposed to be a rebuilding team. You got all this money tied up long term. For at least the next two to three years, you got money tied up. And then you look at other perspectives. Okay, where's the, where's the playing time for the young guys? Like, Bilal, let me go ahead and tell you what they need to do, Bilal. He needs to go ahead and start a shooting guard. Slide pools butt the six-man. And he can start off the, he can be on the bench and he can start the second unit. Look, he's shown that he can't start. All right, all the issues he has, the attitude playing like trash, all this. Put him in a six-man role. That's his best role. Why don't you just expediate and put him there? Because Bilal needs to start. Now, Diddy's already there. So in the lineup with Bilal and Denny, it's gonna hide the deficiency, the defensive deficiency of, of Tyus. So I think that'll be a good lineup. Um, but another thing to look at, Coos has got to change his game. Because I, it's supposed to be that in the second half of the year, it's supposed to be about player development. And I and I think it should still be there. I don't know where you're going to find the minutes. But, you know, because I think Johnny Davis at this point is probably going to be on the go-go for the rest of his career. Because where are you going to get minutes from? Like, he already went playing. So Sham is here, man. I mean, so maybe they move him, and they probably will move him in the offseason. But I, I, don't, I don't understand, man, that, you know, you're wasting time. We wasted – I mean, it's just – and that's why the MO around the league is that we can't develop people. Because – we're we're not providing an environment for people to develop you know and i mean what are we doing you should have moved all of them all of them should have been dealt and then you play high ball and i get that man but look you just struck out at the crap stable man like i mean you people were able to go around us and find lesser deals and still fulfill the needs they wanted to and it's okay to play high ball but then it's like you had four second-rounders in your face, and you say, no, why? I mean, no disrespect to Tyus, good floor general, good point guard. But come on, bro. If you're expecting one to two first-rounders, man, check his cup. I mean, you're not going to get that. I mean, as a GM, I'm not spending the first-round pick on a guy who's a rental. Unless you're telling me that you're going to sign on my team long-term, why would I Why would I give away future assets? It makes no sense. In a Kyle Kuzma, what universe is he worth two first-round picks? Nowhere. Nobody's way He's spending two first-round picks from Kyle Kuzma. And there's no disrespect. Kuz, if you end up watching the show, listen to it. you know I'm a big fan of it. But let's be real. We have to be 100 about this, man. Two first-round picks? No, it ain't happening. It ain't happening. So it's just they, they needed to move on, and now it's going to be another season where it's lost. It's a lost season, in my opinion, because, yeah, and, and, and it kind of leads up to this point, E. Really? Did they really even screw us over? No, I don't think so, because – we are nine and forty-one. We're already doing the deed, so it's not like we really got. You know what I mean? We didn't mess anything up because we're the second worst team in the NBA. So, you know, may, you know, keeping them here is not really damaging our draft capital because we're going to get a top-five pick with the current group we got. So we must as well just keep doing what we're doing because again, we're nine and forty-one. So it's just as far as beyond this year, I don't understand what it makes sense. Now, Rashawn Holmes, the contract's not bad. Marvin Bagley, their contracts aren't bad. They fit the timeline. You know, bad contracts or contracts that people are trying to get off of for a pick. I totally get that, man. But this effectuation was like, oh, we want Kuz here long term. No, because if Kuz is your number one option, you're not winning anything. And that's just being 100. You're not winning a title as Kuzma is your number one option. Where? Taiwan? That, that's it. That's it. And the NBA, you're not winning a title with Kyle as your number one option. So we got to stop this pipe dream thinking that, oh, he likes it here. I, I like it here. But I mean, if I find something cheaper, I'm moving. I mean, let's be a hundred. So it's just, I, I don't get it, man. You know, I, I, think, I thought they should have did a lot more to the deadline because now development wise, you know, you can slide lot in the two guard, but you were pretty much told Johnny Davis, that's it. Because where do you play him? Sham there. I mean, Corey Kisper, you know, he's got an imperfect role the second unit. But the two things I do want to see if they're going to retain these guys and keep them here is, number one, slow down this 25 on shots a night from Kyle Kuzma. Stop it. Spread the shot attempts around a little bit. That's all I ask. You know? Number two, slide loud and two guard. You know, the Jordan Poole experiment ends now. Stop it. I'm tired of watching it. Put him as a sixth man and let him cook on the second unit. I do not want to see him start, man, because he he's proven he's not a starter. And with the attitude, I could care less what he how much he gets paid. If you don't want to be here, you want to play like crap. Sit on the bench, and then you can come off the bench. And then was humble. Maybe that's what needs to happen. We need to humble him real quick because he's feeling himself come over here with twenty five million, thinking he's going to be be the the franchise guy, and then all of a sudden. Man, you're not even the subway guy. I mean, I'm just – I'm saying, like, that. It's, nah, let's stop it. He needs to be off the bench. So that's my little spill, and it's going to end it there, man. You know, I thought that we should have did more, and I don't quite know what division is going forward, man. I'm thinking the offseason, maybe they do some magic, man. But, look, if the Cougars is on this team in two years, I'm going to start questioning, man. I'm just going to mm-hmm. leave it there. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it was definitely disappointing for them not to move Shamed or DeLon or any of these guys, and they may not have had any value at all, but that was certainly disappointing. Um, yes, they did play hardball, and it's, it's you know, Will Dawkins. You know, so it, I'm giving these guys the benefit of the doubt. I'm giving him slank, and we're the benefit of the doubt, but it is disappointing that they weren't able to get anything for these guys in return at all. It just free up space for younger guys to play, like Johnny Davis or uh, letting Blau start. Now, they can let Blau start anyway, even if they don't trade these guys. They just got to make the adjustments, the proper adjustments, and, and switch up the lineup. But, yeah, looking back at it, so Pat Beverly got traded to the Bucks. And you're kind of like, okay, I guess that's a domino down because long right, the Bucks had interest in long right. Then yesterday, you see the Monte Morris trade. We're like, okay, yeah. So the Timberwolves aren't going to trade for Ty Jones anymore because they already got Monte Morris. You know, they're just not willing to give up a first. You know, they were willing to give up for for second round picks, but once they heard that, they're like, okay, no, we're just going to go bargain bin shopping and give up a second for Monte Morris. So the league told the Wizards basically, you know, the the, the Wizards basically. Um, hell of the line, that was the words that were used uh, for the Timberwolves for second-round picks. But that's the best you're going to get for Tyus. You're just not going to get a first for him. And I, love, I like Tyus' game. I love the assist-to-turnover ratio. I love the floater, the three-pointer, how he gets guys involved and in all that stuff. But we know what the ceiling is, and we know what teams are going to give up. They're just not going to give up a first. So I get Will Dawkins is playing hardball. You got to set the bar high. Tell teams that you went to first for Kyle Kuzma, but realistically, you know, you know, you're only going to get a first for Kyle Kuzma, so eventually you got to move him. And teams know that, and they're not going to give two first-round picks for him; they're just not. But I do think he did a good job with getting a first for Gafford, but keeping Shamet, keeping Delon, and those guys is just definitely a head scratcher for sure. And but but who knows? Maybe teams just didn't want them because the Bucks' job was filled up; that was that was taken away. And then the Sixers traded Pat Beverly for Cameron Payne, so it was kind of like a lateral move. And the Sixers are basically like, okay, yeah, we're good. The Spurs, I, I kind of knew that they weren't going to trade for him because it's yeah. like they already got his brother. You know, you already got you already got Trey <laughs> Jones basically 2.0. You got Trey Jones who does the same thing. He does the same thing as Ty Jones. He's not looking to score a bunch. He's looking to pass. He's going to get the ball to Wimby. He's going to get out the way. And that's all the Spurs really needed. So they didn't really need to bring in Tyus Jones. Uh, like I said, the Sixers were crossed off the list. The Bucks were crossed off the list. And the Timberwolves crossed themselves off the list. So once we saw each team make a move, it was like, okay, we're just not going to get what we want for Tyus. And now we have to go into the offseason and say, hey, are they going to sign and trade him? Are they just going to sign him and keep him until the trade deadline next year? Is he possibly going to leave for nothing? You know, so there are some huge concerns that they have to take care of in the offseason. DeLon, it's basically a lost cause. You're not you're not gonna sign and trade it along. You're just gonna have to let him walk wherever he wherever he wants to go, whatever team wants him. Same thing with chamet I don't see a buyout or anything like that happening. But it's kind of disappointing because you saw them get so much from Escala and um, what's the other guy's name Gallo, yeah. And they weren't able to find something for for these two guys. So it is disappointing, and we'll see how the playing time goes. They better give some younger guys minutes. They better do that if they keep throwing some of these guys because there's no reason to showcase Schmidt. There's no reason to showcase DeLon. So there's no more excuses. So I want to see what Brian Keith does with the rotation in the roster coming up.
1: Yeah, I mean, I get it. You know, I'm looking at some of the comments, man. I get it. Yeah, you, know, you weren't going to get a lot for these guys from the get-go. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you weren't. I, I, mean, I get it.
1: But I don't care if you go get a guy in the G League, man. Go get young players. I mean, you know, I, I get something because you got guys that are holding up young guys from getting minutes. But – you know, now nah, I, I matter of fact, I'm going to go ahead and get this ad out of the way because I got some comments i like to respond to. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll, get, we'll get a quick word from you on uh, Nissan. Yes, sir. So tonight's episode is brought to you by Nissan. Are you the kind of driver that likes to push things a little further? Ever wonder what adventure could be around the next corner? Our friends at Nissan have a lineup of SUVs with the capabilities to take your adventure to the next level. The 2024 Nissan Rogue is perfect for city drives and great escapes. Class exclusive. Google built-in is your always updating assistant call on almost anything. Gone are the days of connecting your phone. Google Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system. The 2024 Rogue is a perfect mid-sized crossover for your next adventure. Has room for the 8, an expansive cargo capacity and advanced availability. Available four by four capability. And the 2024 Nissan Armada will change what you expect from a full-size SUV. Picture a rugged four by four that can seat up to eight and first-class luxury in style. Tow bigger and explore further in the 2024 Armada. So, take the Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, my favorite, or a Nissan Armada and go find your next big adventure. Shop NissanUSA.com. So, a lot of comments tonight. Yes, sir.
0: Yeah, you can put up the first one.
1: Oh, gotcha, gotcha, got gotcha. you. All right, we're gonna start from the top. Bear with me. Oh look, this is a lot of them. We got 137 in, yeah, man. So no, definitely appreciate yeah. you guys. We yeah, <laughs> were waiting
0: on this one, man. They were waiting to chime in about gaff, man. They yeah, really man.
1: <laughs> with a trade deadline? As a uh, Republican casual says the new saddens me as I like this environment, but I'd rather die team gaffer since college. Cool, Kisper is still my guy, so i split custody and spend time with both kids like a good parent. <laughs> I mean, I'm with you, man. Um, you know. Gav's a good dude, man. You know, like I said, he's a good dude. He really is. And um, so you know, obviously, you hate to see him go just because of that. But I get the nature of the bees. I get the business. It was just, and you know, out of everybody, I thought that he was the one guy we didn't necessarily need to move on. But you know, they got a first round pick, and I would stressed it for two years that we needed to go into this draft with two first round picks. So I, for one, can't say anything. So I mean, we I got what I wanted, and you got a guy again with one less year, same practically the same contract. I guess he's what like. 12 million and a gas like 12.3 so it's right there the money added up and so it's a win-win mm-hmm.
0: yeah and uh denny i know bill simmons on his podcast said that uh denny wanted out he requested a trade so denny's still here so if he did request a trade undercover <laughs> or whatever it didn't get out to the public and he's still on the washington wizards for now we'll see what happens in the all season i don't think he'll be traded anyway but uh no. Republican casual says yeah, so yeah, you already read it out. News says As I was like, "I don't like this environment, but I'm ready to die for the team." Yeah, since Gafford, I was split custody and spend time with both. Yeah, you're something else for you of casuals. You're something else. Yeah, Gafford, I hate to see him go. Kispert's still here. We'll see what happens with Kispert next season. Let's see. We'll see uh, if he if he's traded or still on the roster. But yeah, man, I hate to see Gaff go too. Man, I'm a huge fan. Like, I, I really love the way he played when he first came yeah of course when we made the plan in in the playoffs uh you know he's come a long way where you know he was you know getting too tired after like three minutes of playing like they would have to sit him down they said he they said he had sports asthma or something like that and uh he he calmed down on the foul trouble this year that's one thing i'll say he improved on that he improved on setting screens so there are there's some things that he was starting to shoot a jumper towards the end so yeah, I mean, I, I think he's a guy that's definitely gonna get better on the Mavericks. Too. I think he's gonna improve and get better. Well, you know, or is he still gonna get cooked on defense? Yeah, of course. But I, I think he's gonna have some really good games with Kyrie and, and Luca. They're gonna really, they're gonna like him a lot. I think Luca's gonna be throwing a lot of lobs to Gaff, and Kyrie's gonna throw a lot of lobs to Gaff, and uh, he's gonna be in the playoffs, man. Man, so I'm, I'm excited to watch him. I am.
1: Yeah, same here, man. Same here. Uh, Should be said Ted needs to go. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why you're mad at Ted. He got nothing to do with it. I mean, we got a first round pick, so I'm not mad at Ted today. Um, mm. uh, see a lot of good comments. We'll see. Uh mm. Flaherty says, Who starts the center now besides Bagley? Who plays center? I mean, Bagley's probably gonna start now. <laughs> I mean, and um Sean Holmes probably be back up. Uh going forward, man. I definitely think they need to go out and get a guy in the draft, but also what's the <laughs> What's going on with uh Vukovic man? Need to see what's going on with him. because so, we desperately need his depth over here. But yeah, Bagley is the guy. He's it. Yeah,
0: Bagley probably probably starts. Rashawn comes off the bench. Uh, we still have because Bagley, he plays center, but you know, he kind of looks like a four, honestly. Yeah. But the game has changed today. And um Rashawn Holmes is six foot ten. So they're a little—I'm not gonna say undersized, but you know we don't have a seven-footer at the big man spot. But they both are athletic. They both can run. Uh, they both rim run. They both can play above the rim, get offensive of boards, and whatnot. But they're still gonna give up a lot of points in the paint. I feel like still. Um, and the rebound is gonna be okay. It's gonna be better than, of course, than what it was before Bagley got here. So, but I think they'll be fine rebounding the ball. I don't think we're gonna lose the rebounding battle every night. But I—I uh, I would start Bagley.
1: Yeah, same here. <laughs> I Seriously. mean, Bagley's the guy. Yes, yeah. what it is. Um, let's see. A lot of good ones, man. Let's see. Have yeah, you seen the E-Desire? Go ahead and pop them up, man. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Yes, they
0: want to see. Viewed, Rashawn Holmes highlights on YouTube. The guy's cooking like a house. So we yeah. love him. Yeah. Everybody cooks in their highlights, though. That's the only thing. And the highlights, they might be from two years ago. Because the last two seasons he averaged three points a game. So, but when he gets playing time, he is productive. He can give you, you know, eight to ten rebounds. He can give you two block shots. He can give you two out oops, kind of like Gaffer was doing. So I would expect to see some of the sim a lot of similar things that Gaffer did.
1: Yeah, I mean the these team player. I mean, it's not gonna be too much of a draw off, man. I mean, we're not gonna mm-hmm. look out and make the playoffs. Nothing. I mean, we we we're pretty much right on the trajectory where we're trying to be. So <laughs> we'll be all right.
0: Right. Lee Lee says, what a big time disappointment. From now, every night, we're all going to see Kuzma and Poole shoot, shoot, shoot. Yep. Joe, 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 what kind of a reboiled they are talking about. Now, if it's up to Dan Quinn, he said recalibration, but uh over here, you know, it's it's, it's a rebuild for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, Jordan Poole's still on the team. Of course, you can train him for anything. He's gonna start. Keith may eventually have to make a point with the bench. We'll see if keep if Keith makes a decision. But, um, yeah, right now, yeah, Kuz, he wants to be here. The, the big reason why he wants to be here is because he gets all the shots he can he can get. He has the green light. He's the number one guy on the roster. Um, also, looking around the league, Spencer Dinwiddie, he got waived today. He got traded. He got waived. So, I don't see another team picking up. We'll see what happens with that. Um, and then Killian Hayes, he was released as well. He was waived. But uh, to go back to Kuz, yeah, he wants to be here because he knows he can get all the shots up.
1: Yeah, I mean, he can't be doing all that if, if you're trying to – I mean, you know, some people want to be here long-term. If you're trying to develop, then you can't shoot 25 times a game. Let's be real. He's got to try to get other people involved. So mm-hmm. you, you can't just chug it up 25, 30 times a game, man. It can't happen. Right. Um, let's see. Oh, Shug's,
0: I got you. Yeah, Shug's B – or Shug, Shug B's, um one – Says, I thought this front office was going to make a difference. I'm not impressed so far. Yeah, it's too early, guys. It's too early. Where It, it didn't help the Bill trade with the no trade clause. That didn't help. That was supposed to be where we got first. Uh, the Przingis trade, we only got a second in highest. And then after that, you know, they drafted Bilal. You know, Bilal's a work in progress. We'll see how he ends up being uh, in the future for sure. Uh, definitely looks like a promising prospect. You know, we see the talent there with him. But as far as, like, trades, you know, Tommy Shepard kind of, set them back, set these guys back. You know, they weren't able to get first for anybody. They finally, finally got a first for Gafford. And then I was impressed with the Bagley trade. So yeah. I, I loved, I really like the Bagley trade and I like the Gafford trade. But only thing that I don't like is just not trading Tyus, Landry, and And I get people going to say Landry and Delon had no value, but still, they should have been uh, more aggressive, even if it, not just now, but earlier in the process to get these guys uh, on their way to a different team.
1: Monte Moore's got traded. Come on, man. Really? I mean, yeah. like, like really with that's argument, like they have value. I mean, if you if you're able to move, I have you seen the names on the list of people got traded. There's a few people I didn't even know they're in the NBA, so I don't, I don't buy that. <laughs> I mean, they got value. Stop it. Um, few people trying to throw shade my way. My man Armand said, Pretty sure Brandon can start over pool. Appreciate it. And Stuart of fighter said, I don't know. Maybe Ed. Okay, now look. <laughs> hey, if you're in the DC area, bring your shoes, man. Come on. We'll, we'll see if Brandon ball. I'm just saying. Only one way to find out. um. My man Shut the T said, Brandon done move the Wizards to Taiwan. Yep. Or, I mean, if it's going to be, if the Kuz is the number one option, then we must well be in Taiwan. Because that's the only place we're going to win a championship with Kyle Kuzbin. It's that number one option. Let's be a totally 100. Uh, let's see. uh
0: yeah locked on losses Lock ted hire basketball people but it's going to take time to fix the mess Grunfeld and Shepard created yeah it's going to take time yeah, it, it yeah. Took, you look at what happened with okc it took them a while to get to where they're at with shea Gilders, just alexander and Chet Holm and lou Dort. you look at atlanta there during their rebuild they went 19 and 65 they went like 20 and 62 when they got trey young he was the first figure of the draft they built around him they got john collins um capella and some other bogdanovich williams some other (laughs) guys and they made it to the eastern conference Finals. so it takes time it takes like two to three years to really rebuild especially when you tear it down to the studs like we did last year training bill trading porzingis and you don't get any first round picks for those guys so it just makes it harder to rebuild the team because you look at the jazz they got so many first round picks for gobert they got so many first round picks for donovan mitchell like if we could have got a haul like that then you know, that's where it's like, okay, the rebuild process is gonna take faster, but now where we're at, where you get second round pick after second round pick after second round pick, it's like you gotta it's gonna take more time than than some other rebuilds for sure.
1: I mean, I, I yeah, definitely we have time. Look, I have trust in this front office right now. And look, it's 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 not even close to time to panic. I mean, look. But here's the thing. I mean, when we traded away Bradley Bill and KP, the whole point was we were going to do a full rebuild. When they re-signed Kyle Kuzma to a four-year deal at the time, I was like, ah, right, because, I mean, I, I, to me, it was more realistic to sign him to a one-year deal, approve a deal, because obviously he didn't find a deal that he liked. So sign him to approve a deal, and then you could have moved him, because he has value, to a contending team, because who do you think is a contending team is going to trade for? A guy who is almost twenty nine, who has a four year deal, or a guy who has a one year deal is expiring, and can give us a boost in the playoff run. And so I never understood why he did it from the get go. So it's just, you know, I, I don't understand the vision, man. I like you're you're looking at maybe the start of next year is is year one of a rebuild. So you wasted how you wasted this whole year on on what exactly? Because. It wasn't really showcasing because they ain't trained nobody. I mean, you've you've been showcasing Gaffer for years because he's been here for years. It just it made no sense. I mean, Shaman. So I we'll see, man. I mean, I'm I'm hoping that they have something up their sleevey and that I think that they may, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking they may make a move with the draft, which I think would be smart, offload a contract and get another and get another lottery pick and then really rock out in this top 10, top 15, man. But I mean, we'll see because Kuz, I get a nice dude. I like him, man. But you know, leadership, but at what point you have to move him? And we both agree that his value is not going up. I don't know. I mean, are we are we looking at the same player? I don't, I don't know. Some people think he Kobe. I mean, it's not. He's not another option. Like, he's not. You know what I mean? Like, he's a guy who on a championship team, which what option was he on the, on the Lakers? What, third, fourth? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, come on now. Like, what are we doing? So that's my bit. Mm-hmm. What do I know? Yeah, Dusty Sachs
0: says, why the heck is Gill on the team? Of course you know Nobody's training for Anthony Gill. And My they love coach. Anthony <laughs> Gill. Uh yeah, he's like a player coach out there. Um Brandon 1906 says, sorry to say, but this was a Ted mandate. They had to acquire a first round pick. It was a little report that said literal report that said Ted wanted another first. That is I did see that report too. Yeah, I think yeah. we, a lot of people saw that. That could have been into it. That could have been a part of trading gaffers. But, like, hey, this is the only guy that can get a first. They've been trying to trade Tyus for a first so much. They turned down the second-round picks. Is it because of what Ted said? Is it because of the mandate? Are they trying to get two first-round picks for Kuzo because of the mandate? So I hope that's not the case. I hope it's not Ted coming in, you know, making decisions and kind of forcing their hand to do this and do that because it's something that he wants. We don't want a situation where it's like Dan Snyder where Dan Snyder's coming in and telling these guys what to do. You know, we don't want Ted coming oh, in and telling Will Dawkins and, and then what to do and be like, "Hey, you have to get a first round pick instead of taking the, the four second round picks. So I don't know. That's a, that's a report that came out. You know, I don't know how true it is, but it it probably is true.
1: Yeah, Yo, no, I, you know, I saw the same thing, man. And you, know, you know, I know there's a lot of rumors that you know there's mandates put down that they need the picks going forward. So I mean, like I said, I I'm it's not time to panic, but. We've got to be realistic of what we're trying to do going forward. You know, they need to have a conversation with Kuhn and say, look, you're here to be a leader. You know, we cannot have you playing the style of basketball you're playing right now, which is shooting an ungodly amount of shots. Like, 25 shot attempts, we can't be doing all that, man. You know, Poole needs to go to second unit. That needs to happen. Like, he look, bro, he scored like zero points last game. You know, he's not even trying. Like, what are we doing? Like, no, knows." Go to the second unit. I think Bilal is ready to be that two guard and see what he can do, man, especially with a point guard who knows how to control the team. I mean, look, if you're going to have Tyus in the team, utilize him. How you do that? Play to his strengths. He's a floor general. This is how you get a lot of these looks. You want to evolve Bilal's shooting game? Give him as many shot attempts as possible in the second half. Put him out there with Tyus, man. That backcourt, he's going to get attempts. He's going to get set up. So, you know, I'm not panicking. You know, I get it. But listen, listen come up with a recipe of success here you know if we're going to have these vets on the team come up with a way where they can contribute and put us in a situation where we can succeed you know what i mean and that's all i ask man so
0: yeah all right but uh we'll probably wrap it up here guys just want to thank you for listening and tuning in making lots of wizards your first listen every day we're free and available wherever you guys get podcasts um another trade deadline just you know i'm not going to say I'm not going to compare it to, you know, Tommy Sep or anything like that. Like I said, it's just way too early. Uh, I know a lot of people are disappointed that Tommy didn't make any moves last year. And a lot of people are kind of keeping that same energy with the front office right now that they didn't make a lot of moves. But, you know, I get it. Um, they did move Gafford, they moved Bagley earlier. Um, somebody keeps commenting that they weren't going to get anything for Landry or DeLong, which may be true, but maybe you could have packaged them up in a deal to send them somewhere else, too. So you just got to be uh, creative with the deadline, too. So, uh Brandon, you got anything else no
1: sir uh looking forward man second half of the season let's get it 32 games
0: <laughs> yes sir yes sir <laughs> all right so just thank you all for making it like the was your first list every day we're free and available wherever you guys get podcasts make sure you guys subscribe hit that notification bell hell to the wizards peace peace